The liquor store stood at the tail end of a long stretch of neon, where the Hollywood freeway cut across sunset, the dividing line between bright lights and residential darkness. The man in the yellow Toyota pulled into the bushes beside the on-ramp, twisting the wheel outward and snapping on the emergency brake in a single deft motion. He took a big-bore revolver from the glove compartment and stuck it inside a folded-up newspaper with the grip and trigger guard extended, then turned the ignition key to accessory and opened the car door. Breathing shallowly, he whispered, Beyond the Beyond, and walked up to the blinking fluorescent sign that spelled L-I-Q-U-O-R, the dividing line between his old life of fear and his new life of power. When he walked through the open door, the man behind the counter noticed his expensive sports clothes and folded Wall Street Journal, and decided he was a class scotch buyer, Chivas or Walker Black at the least. He was about to offer assistance when the customer leaned over the counter, jabbed the newspaper at his chest and said, 41 caliber special load. Don't make me prove it. Give me the money. The proprietor complied keeping his eyes on the cash register to avoid memorizing the robber's features and giving him a reason to kill. He felt the man's finger on the trigger and caught the shadow of his head circling the store as he fumbled the cash into a paper bag. He was about to look up when he heard a sob behind him near the refrigerator case, followed by the sound of the robber cocking his gun. When he did look up, the Wall Street Journal was gone, and a huge black barrel was descending and then there was a cracking behind his ear and blood in his eyes. The gunman leaped behind the counter and dragged the man, kicking and flailing, to the rear of the store, then crept to the cardboard beer display that stood next to the refrigerator case. He kicked the display over and saw a young woman in a navy peacoat huddled behind an old man in coveralls. The robber weaved on his feet. Nothing he had been taught had prepared him for three— His eyes shifted back and forth between the two whimpering in front of him and the counterman off to his left, searching for a neutral ground to tell him what to do. His vision crisscrossed the store, picking up geometric stacks of bottles, shelves piled with junk food, cutouts of girls in bikinis drinking rum punch and spagnata. Nothing. A scream was building in his throat when he saw the beige curtain that separated the store from the living quarters behind it. When a gust of wind ruffled the curtain, he did scream, watching as the cotton folds assumed the shape of bars and hangman's nooses. Now he knew. He jerked the girl and the old man to their feet and shoved them to the curtain. When they were trembling in front of it, he dragged the counterman over and stationed him beside them, muttering, Green door, green door. He paced out five yards, wheeled, and squeezed off three perfect headshots. The horrible beige curtain exploded into crimson.